All right. Well, this is this is our this is our show. I I the name of the show is Create for Are No you, Reason. Yeah. Did you forget no the name of our show? No, no, no. I was giving you an opportunity <laughs> to, to to do your uh, get excited. Uh, get excited. Create for no reason. <laughs> Create For No Reason is your weekly dose of courage to stop making excuses and start bringing your ideas to life. Ready? Okay. I think this is a show about, I mean, we, we talked back and forth about the tagline and the short uh, tweet length thing. But I think this is a show about how creativity and making things makes you a happy, healthier um, person. I, like, I think it, it changes the world. Like, it changes everything. But, Kate, if you were to describe this show with your tweet length uh, oh, description, I, what, would you, what would you say? I feel like I wish that you wrote down what you just said because I don't think that's in our document, and I think it's really good. <laughs> we have a whole bunch of things in the document. Yeah, we have a lot of a lot of stuff going on there as we're brainstorming the show. Well, what if you had to give examples of what people could expect for this show, like topics, ideas, things that we might talk about so that they'll 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 hear us and they'll hear this witty clever banter but also <laughs> think, "Oh, that sounds so useful." That sounds like they're not just two random people talking about nothing or what would you <laughs> Or wait, do they know they're being recorded or is this their phone conversation? It is, yeah, this is a show for anyone who has a creative bone in their body, which is everyone. They have an idea that they want to pursue something that they're really excited about, whether it's a business, a blog, a podcast, writing articles, anything i mean really any type of creative project any passion project that somebody wants to pursue and they just you know most of most of the time they're kind of talking themselves out of it and we want to talk them into it <laughs> that's it. this is all just about peer pressure that's all that's it, it is that's it well we yeah. want to you know it's i mean that's what create cre the whole creative process is right talk to any any creator and what is the one thing that we all have in common is that resistance, mm -hmm. that fear of putting things out into the world, that fear of I'm not good enough, this isn't gonna work, that this piece or this thing that I wanna do isn't good, it doesn't make sense. And hey, that's you have to just create it in order for it to come alive and then it will make sense. Mm -hmm. Or it won't. Or, <laughs> either or way, it won't. you win. It doesn't matter. Yeah, either. Yeah, either. Either way, you win. Well, with that, with that in mind, so we we. Uh, so I have a couple questions for you. You have a couple questions for me. Yes. Um, so I'm scared I, th of your question. They're going to be so simple. They're okay, so. Good. They're so easy. Um, all right. Now I think I have to come up with something really difficult. I know. Okay. Here's here's the first question. Um, can you remember, like, what's your earliest memory of making something or creating something that was just for you? Or, or, or if it's not just for you, you just, you could give two shits as to whether anybody liked 
what you were doing or what you were making or what you were putting together? So, oh, I have, I have a somewhat similar question. So that's kind of exciting. It probably is, it's probably way earlier than this, but yes, it's probably way earlier than this, but what, but the first thing that came to mind is when I was working at the Chamber of Commerce and I was volunteering for, uh, I was doing that Big Brothers Big Sisters program. And I had this whole conversation with this young girl who was 13 years old. And I will never forget because we went out and had ice cream and <laughs> we were hanging out. What are you? Well, I'm laughing because you say, I will never forget. And then the one thing you say, I will never forget. <laughs> we went out to have ice cream. I'm like, yeah, me neither. That's usually all I remember. <laughs> Okay. But we went to have ice cream. We're sitting there talking. And she said, she asks me, she says, do you have a boyfriend? And I say, no. And she said, why not? Is it because you're ugly? And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, what do you say? Like, what awesome. do you say? Yeah, like, I know, right? <laughs> and give me I your said, honest opinion. <laughs> Tell me what you really think. And I said, why would you say that? And then she said, well, if you don't have a boyfriend, it means that you're ugly and nobody loves you. And I just, I just was devastated for this young girl. And so anyway... I decided that I wanted to create this program for young girls to help with self-esteem. And so I started creating this, this thing called Fab, Female and Beautiful. And I was like making this, this thing that I didn't, and I wasn't even thinking about it at the time. I just felt like this need to put something out there in the world. Obviously there was, and still is a ton of this kind of content out in the world to help girls and empower girls and all that stuff. But I, I didn't even think about it because I was, you know, I was starting out my career I was in my early twenties and I didn't really think about that. So I just easily created this thing. And that was when I had a love of just kind of creating stuff that I thought would be good for the world that I thought would be useful, valuable, and helpful. And mm -hmm. So that was kind of that. That's the first thing that I thought of when you asked that question. Oh, interesting. Well, I, so you didn't make any macaroni uh, necklaces when you were a child. I'm taking. I'm taking. So, I mean, like I said, it's probably earlier, but like <laughs> I like it's probably earlier. It's probably when I was young, but but that was like a really. I think that was when I feel like as an adult and like actually creating something anyway. Yes. I'm sure. No, yeah, that makes sense. No, it totally, it totally makes sense. Well, you, uh, you, you created that not because yeah, you wanted to be famous and, and you were like, Hey, people are going to pay me to tour the country to talk about. Yeah. Like, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. That makes sense. That so, oh, are we not allowed to, are, are we not allowed to hear yours now? Like, do I have, do we have to do different questions? Well, that's why I'm trying to ask all my questions first and just get them out because then you're going to have to come up with a different one. You can't ask the same <laughs> question. 
Like those are the rules. I know it's not the rules. What's your, what's your, what's your question? You'll phrase it better than I phrased mine. No, that's not even true. Um, and mine is different. So I, I actually wanted to know from you when, well, I had two questions, but I think the second one, at first I wrote, when did you realize you loved being a creator? But more specifically, when did you discover your love of writing? Oh. Because Sean is a beautiful writer. And every time I read his poetry or articles, I just, I just am like in awe. Aw. Uh, uh, I'm in <laughs> awe. Uh. Well, the... <laughs> When did I decide I was going to be a creator? Um, when I knew girls liked it. No, I, it's before <laughs> that. I think, <laughs> although that comes in, like I, like I was a clogger at one point. Like, like what? Bo- boys don't clog unless there are girls involved. Uh, that's just a true thing, I think. Do you know Wait, what clogging is? You were a clogger? Do you know what, like, you know what that is? No. Yeah, that's like, uh, it's like, ah, man, if cloggers hear this, they'll be very angry. I was going to call it like redneck tap dancing. Uh, oh, like. The dancer. Like cl- yeah, not a toilet clogger. No, no I knew I was, that. Uh, I envisioned yeah. like, I was envisioning what's that, um, that like Irish jig kind it of is, thing. It is. It's like that. Is yeah. That what it, okay. it is like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, when did I, when I realized, you know, I had a lot of, uh, probably my earliest memories of making something that gave me a lot of satisfaction that I didn't need to show to anybody and I didn't need to prove to anybody anything. Um, it's probably the same for a lot of people was, was coloring. So I would be on the floor of my grandparents' basement and it would always, it always smell of like cookies and like dog urine but I'd, but I'd lay there and it'd be warm in an Idaho basement and I would uh and I, we had these we had these coloring books and I would just I would lay there and I would color a picture and put a lot of effort into it and try to make it good and then turn the page and color the next one and I think that that's when and that grew into drawing and doing pictures and then there was a little bit of praise that came with that but it, I still hadn't gotten to the you have to do these things to find to find value in your existence and share them with people. So they say things like, it puts me in awe. And then you're like, wow, I can carry on for another two weeks. Thank you so much. That's, it's, but I think that that's probably my earliest, like just making things just to, just to, just to make things um, or create things or, or be part of that process. Yeah. That's probably my earliest memory of doing that. And then writing, Oh man, you know, I, my younger brother, this is the closest in age to me. He was an, he was an artist and now he's a, he's a designer and that's what he does. The other one is a designer as well. Um, when we were really little, I don't want, I don't want to call it like turf wars, but there was like, this is, this is Brandon's thing. This is Sean's thing. And, and, and Brandon's doing art and I, like, I did art. I, I won some art competitions. I did that sort of thing. But even today I wouldn't say like, Oh yeah, I'm the, I'm the artist. I mean, I like doing drawings. I like doing stuff like that, but, but my brother, that was his turf. And then he, instead of, Oh, this is, this is kind of adorable. Instead of selling 
uh, uh, like Kool-Aid or lemonade at a lemonade stand. Mm-hmm. Um, he was out there selling pictures. So he, they, somebody would come up and they'd say, well, what do you want a picture of? And then he would draw him a picture and then he would sell it, and then he would sell it to him on the spot. And like, you were already committed at that point. Like they came up and they're like, I got 25 cents. He's like, great, give it to me. And so it's not, it's not <laughs> the best. It's, it's, it's not, oh, that's good. Let me give you 25 cents. It's like, no, nah, this is how much the work takes. I'm just going to, oh man, that's the best job ever. Well, I, I, <laughs> I couldn't do what he was doing because that would be like stepping on his toes type of thing. So I would, I would write. And so I would write these little, these little stories on the spot and give them the little stories. And then they would go off with the stories. They did not sell as well um, as the, uh, as the art did. I think maybe because it took long, <laughs> longer. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I just got the setting established. I, uh, we, we know what their normal life is now, but something bad's got to happen to them. Okay, see you later. I'm gonna go ride my bike. So, oh my and and gosh. then I and then based on that, I won my first writing competition, writing about um, Melanie the Marshmallow, and it was about it was about a girl I had a crush on. Uh, I mean, she wasn't a marshmallow, but her name well, was Melanie, and she was amazing. We get that? Yeah, she was the tallest girl in my grade, um, and then by the time we graduated high school, she was the shortest girl <laughs> no really yeah. did she like being called a marshmallow nah you know i'm not sure she knows that uh that that book was about her i maybe i don't know i could i think i'm friends with her on facebook i could send her a note you you should should i send her a note hey go listen yeah. to this, go listen to this podcast we talk about you being a marshmallow and how i was <laughs> in love with you and i was and i was maybe- only six and maybe she was in love with you. <laughs> and now, and now it's just, you'll never it's just, know. We'll never, we'll never know. My first, my first dedication and poetry. So, okay, that's the answer. That's the answer to, to, to that question. All right. So now I have a, I have a, I have a follow up question that's similar to the last one for you. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, when, when's the last time um, you created something? or worked on something or made something because you wanted the adoration, the attention or the fame, like you were, you were trying to make that happen. What was it that you were, what was it that you were making? I, I, I oh. this is great. Cause it's, why so do you have weird. to, a- why do you have to ask me questions that are like ego related? Oh, that's great. <laughs> I don't know. Why, why would I ask Kate Volman an ego related question? Yeah, what do you what do you, what are you implying? No, I, I, you, I, I guess it just depends on how you answer it. What have I created for admiration? Yeah. <laughs> but um, the best part is the best part is you know, like the pause is not a let me think this is really hard. Like if it was really hard, you would just say nothing. I'm a purely altruistic person. <laughs> but instead you're like Oh no, yeah, there's, which one should I choose? Which, well, there's so many things that I create. No, um, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really trying, you know what? <clears throat> I'm actually like really thinking about all the things that I create now and I'm, and I'm almost like, if I were creating them for the admiration side of it, then it, I would have done them very differently. <laughs> like I'm not doing the best job. <laughs> It's almost like, you know what I like, I feel like 
we've had this conversation before. I feel like I know, it's almost like I know so much about content marketing and creation. And I see so many people pitching themselves and their thing. Mm -hmm. And I look at it and I, and I'm just, I, that's so, that's so like, uncomfortable, not even uncomfortable. Like just, well, maybe uncomfortable for me. Like, I don't like it. I don't ever want to be seen that way. So I'm almost like overly intentional about like not getting out a lot of my stuff that I do. So, so yeah, let's do a podcast that we have to promote people to listen to. That's super meta. We made that- something. <laughs> Please don't listen to it. <laughs> I wrote this thing, but I'm, it's kind of vulnerable. So like, maybe don't read it, but I kind of want you to and secret. I mean, look, I think creating things and putting them out into the world, it's almost like, it's so scary. Like it's scary, especially when you're writing or you're, you know, I do a lot of videos and stuff. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like, what are people going to say about this? And so there's always that sense of being nervous to put something out, but yes, you're creating it for you, but obviously you're creating it also for the need of it. Like you, you do want to make an impact. I mean, I feel everybody really does. Like, that's the thing that I find so fascinating is everyone has a desire to help people to, Mm -hmm. to be there for someone to help. It's like, no matter what industry they're in or, or whoever you talk to, like, that's not, a that's just in human beings. Like Mm -hmm. we love it. And so when we're able to use our gifts to be able to like share good information or knowledge, or when we hear something and we think it's valuable to others, like we do want to get it out. So, but honestly, I can't think of something that I was, that I thought, oh, I'm going to create this because I want, I, I want people to look at it and think, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like that is like a byproduct of something like sure like when i put when i write stuff and put it out i'm trying to be i want to be a better writer i want to be a writer like you sean right Um, right (laughs) and i'm not at that caliber yet so like when i put something out you know i i wrote it for for me and because i want to get those things out and i want to be a better writer but sure like if somebody found it and picked it up and like a bunch of people read it and thought it was awesome like brilliant i or if someone told me they were in awe of my writing i mean that's what i aspired to be for for sure <laughs> at some point but but yeah i can't think of a time that i i really cre- like purposely sat down to create something like unless it was like i was creating something for the for a business side of it mm-hmm. where i wanted to create a business that was going to get leads or something like that but that's different right that's like yeah. a strategic thing but for the sake of creating no like i have journals filled with things i have videos that i've never posted i have ideas that i've never shared like all of that now's your chance yeah but you know like it's all there but anyway so so my follow-up question is um would you be willing to pull out one of your journals and open it to a random page and read out loud what you find (laughs) i'm just kidding what's your what's your what's your no well with that with that in mind when we say uh, create for no reason, like within the context of uh, what you're talking about, like we do want to be helpful. We do want to be useful. Is it, is it saying create like with no expectation, like create just for the sake of creating, not this is exactly what I need this thing to do, or this is exactly what I like, like you're creating for yourself, I guess at that point, 
when we say create for no reason, like how does that fit into the context? Like, what do you, what do you think? When I think of create for no reason, mm -hmm. I really look at it as I think everybody has this desire to create something like we talked about, right? Like whatever that is, they want to get something out, whether it is that writing videos, blogs, whatever. And I think especially today with social media and their strategy and all this stuff, it's too easy for us to say, oh, we're going to start a podcast and automatically think, and then we're going to get it sponsored and it's going to have millions of viewers. And, and we go to that place, which mm -hmm. then just strips the whole fun out of doing it. And yeah. then it's all about strategy and how you set it up and which is not wrong. That's not bad in any way, but sometimes what I find is so great because it's just the journey of life and your career and your creative process is just start. You just have to start doing it, like start yeah. writing and like putting pieces out and you just never know what's going to come from that. And so it's easier to create for no reason so that you're not giving yourself the barriers of not sitting down and doing the work, which is what we need to do. Yeah. instead of just strategizing forever is that like sandbagging this podcast uh where we're like yeah so it's probably bad but we're creating it for no reason <laughs> this podcast sucks but that's the that's our thing that's, a, that's our thing we we just jump and go and find out what's gonna happen i like i love i love it i think that that's right like the thing that holds up writers, the artists, performers, business, even people just starting a business. I, I was hanging out with a good friend of mine at this. It's the best place in, in Arizona that I know of, maybe the best place in the country to get tortillas. And they're homemade there. They're amazing tortillas. Everybody, everybody here knows they're amazing tortillas that lives here. Um, if you go to the original place and you walk, like you're almost, you're like, it can't be here. Like, like you're, you're going to walk in and the, the place looks like it's going to collapse. Like the building's in tatters. Like it's the, the, the paint's chipping off the side, the sign on it. Somebody went up there and just <clears throat> hand painted it, but, but it's not beautiful. It's not like they got a street artist, right? That they painted across the top of it. And you're like, this cannot, this could not be the place. And you go inside, <laughs> it's the place and it's amazing and it's beautiful. And I was standing there with a friend of mine and I, and, and both of us are thinking, wow, we could, we could bury this place because we would start a place that would be beautiful and fancy. And, you know, you'd have like, I don't know, you'd have, uh, you'd have robots in the corner or something like we'd get one of those <laughs> fancy soda pop machines, like whatever it is. <clears throat> and, uh, and then he, he, he turned to me and he said, yeah, but, but they're, but they did it. Like they actually yes. took the leap. They actually are doing something and then they have something to work with. Um, and that's, that's, that's how they made it. That's how they made it work. All right, you get yeah, a final. No, wait. Oh, go ahead. I have a, I have, this is, this is the perfect segue into my next question for you. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so my question for you was what stops you from creating? <laughs> uh, what stops me from creating? Uh, death. No, um, <laughs> what stops me from creating? You know, I think with a lot of people, uh, I don't know why I feel like I got to start every answer with that. Like a lot of people, join me. In my join answer. me. I'm normal. I am. I'm, really, I'm I am. I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> what stops me? What stops me from creating? Uh, 
Oh man, that's such a hard question. Cause I like, I want to say I'm lazy um, or the struggle, but that, that really isn't the case. It's kind of like learning how to run <clears throat> and you, uh, you know, you're training for a marathon or you can run 30, 30 minutes without stopping. You can run an hour without stopping. Like you have that base and you know what it feels like to do the first mile and it, it's struggle-y but you also know how satisfying it is once you get going. Writing's like that. It's a really solitary thing. But when you get the right turn of a phrase or when you're, you're trying to pull a piece together and you're like, I don't have the, the kind of call like the red thread or the undercurrent. I haven't gotten it down yet on what I'm going to put in there. And then, you, and then you uncover it. It's really satisfying. So there's work involved. Maybe that, you know, it probably comes down to, it probably comes down to esteem. The, I told you about the, the, the story um, about winning the, the writing contest about Melanie the Marshmallow. Um, yep. Melanie Patrick, that was her name. In case anybody oh wants my to try God, to, you have to, try to, you have try to, to message try her. Try to find her. She, um, I, well, I won that and I, and I won a $10 gift certificate to a, to a bookstore. And, uh, and I, it was the first bookstore I'd been in there. I went in there with my mom. I bought a book. It's funny. What I book did was, you buy? Oh, I bought um, Return to... No, it wasn't Return to Oz. That's the name of the movie. It was the second Wizard of Oz book, like in the, in the, in the series. It was like Jack Pumpkinhead and TikTok. And it's, it's rad. It was, a, it was a great little book. Um, and I fell in love with bookstores then. But all the bookstores I went to were in this small town in Idaho. And eventually, it was right before I went to college, I was doing a a tour of the Northwest at looking at different colleges. And we went to Powell's bookstore. Have you heard of Powell's before? Do you know? Yeah. Powell's oh, dear Lord. That bookstore is a beautiful place. Uh, it's so wonderful and it's ginormous. And uh, <clears throat> I walked into that bookstore and I was all gun ho Like I'm going to be a writer. That's why I love bookstores. I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to be a creative freak. <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm to live out of a van for my art. <laughs> and I walked in, I walked into the book, into the bookstore and I looked around and it was, um, it was soul crushing because I saw everything up on the walls and all the books everywhere. And I thought nobody is ever going to read anything that I write. Like, look at all this good stuff that's already here mm. that already exists, everything that's already out. Like it was, it was, it was strange that, that my mind didn't go to the Wow, these people, <laughs> these, these losers made it work. I can do it, right? It was more the, well, they're all really smart and cool and interesting and they have something to say. And like, like I know how to rummage for potatoes after harvest, right? Like, I don't think I've got anything to say. Um, and that's what it kind of felt like when I walked in. And I think that that voice still kicks on sometimes and that keeps yeah. you from creating. It's, and it's because I have an expectation for whatever it is that I'm making. If I know that I'm writing something or I'm putting something together without this idea of becoming, you know, rich or famous or, or somebody being, I mean, that would be wonderful to tour the country like David Sedaris and have people like laugh charmingly at the things that I write. As soon as I, as soon as I divorce myself of that, I mean, whatever I'm making, I'm okay. But the thing that stops me is when I go into any sort of a project or to make anything with an expectation. Yeah. Not the expectation of completing it, but the expectation of it being <clears throat> something else. Because yeah. that's all that's all that's all luck. 
um, after that. So, yeah. Oh, I, I love that. And that, that is why we're doing this podcast. I, re I re to no. <laughs> This is an intervention for Sean and it needed to be done via podcast. <laughs> Did it work? Good. We're done. No, it's One episode. Because everything that you're saying is I is what I mean, I think people feel right. Creators feel that it's that's what stops a lot of people from doing anything because it's already out there. It's already been done 100 times by all these people who are m more successful than me, all that stuff. And that is just that fear based thinking instead of that abundance of there's a lot of people in the world and some people, you know what? Some people don't like Sedaris and they would love you or some people would love him and they would love you. Right. <laughs> You're right. Yes. <clears throat> so, but it's you hard. Are right. <clears throat> it's hard to think. It's hard to think that way. Um, it is. All right. Yeah, so my, la my last question, cause I, I got homework from Sean and he told me I had to write three questions. So yeah, you did. And I only wrote two. That's <laughs> Oh, isn't that great? Mm -hmm. Well, I did my homework assignment. So my third question <clears throat> is um, why this podcast and why now? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I think, ooh, dramatic pause. Um, <laughs> that's, a that's a really great question. Um, <clears throat> uh something i don't know you know i think uh, something in me has shifted where um uh and it wasn't because i read the book about it or something like that but where um like the subtle art of not giving a fuck that kind of thing um something in me shifted to the point of yeah we'll just do the just do the work like yeah. you you find satisfaction in the work then just do the work so you're going to work, you're going to work on a book. And do you hope that someday people will read your book? Yes, that would be amazing. Do you hope someday you'll publish a book? Sure. But there's an awful lot of satisfaction in the, the work behind it. I, I've said this to other people. I've said it to writers. I went to school for creative writing. We said it to each other. Like, how great is it that we're getting rejection letters? Um, and it wasn't, no, it wasn't great at all to get rejection letters. <laughs> like For them, they're like, I'm a writer now. I'm in the business of it. But it took a long time until I think recently, I don't know if it's been pandemic or if it's timing or if it's you know kids being older. I don't know what it is that shifted, but something shifted where I really, really, really believe it. And so this podcast and now with everything that's kind of going on in the world, um, a lot of unrest, a lot of people at each other's throats. I mean, it's nothing entirely new. I, I believe at even a, a, like an evangelical level, I believe that creating things, creativity, when people make things instead of consume things all the time, um, that it makes the world a better place. And it makes the world a better place because people are more confident they're less punchy they have something to go to to focus on and think about other than being pissed about other people in the world or other things in the world um, these are how small businesses are born these are how you know entrepreneurs mm -hmm. are born these are how you know I, it's it's i might i might find a moody artist that has a lot of opinions about things in the world 
at an art gallery featuring their work. Um, but I usually won't find somebody that's completely consumed in um, social media or the latest video game or the other types of things that are going on. They're consumed on something else. And the more, the more I think we see that type of stuff, the, the better the world can be. What about, uh, what, about, what about you? Why this podcast? Why now? That's my last question. I had that written down. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think, you know, I think we see things very similarly in that space, in the creative space. I, I just have this passion and kind of always have. I feel like throughout my whole career, everything that I've done has been I've kind of created things like not more in my kind of career journey. I've created a lot of, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and small business owners. And so I've created a lot of workshops and programs and seminars, and I've created a lot of stuff throughout and I've had so much fun doing it. And I love, and even with what I get to do right now in the role that I'm in at the company that I'm with, it's, I wish for people to be able to love their work, to love where they are. And I think even if they have, a, even whether they're an entrepreneur or whether they are working somewhere, they can be super passionate about their work or just super passionate about something else that they get to do outside of their work. And I feel like when, when you create something and that's more just your fun passion project, your side project. Like you said, it's, it helps mentally. It helps you become a better person. It helps you with your creativity. It just, it's, it stress, it's relieves stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. And it just opens up your doors to so much bigger thinking. Mm -hmm. It's funny when you were talking about being in the library and looking at all those books and, and the way that your mind went, my mind, I very clearly remember being so anxious and overwhelmed because all I thought was, I want to take all these books and know everything that's in them. Like, I wish that I could extract <laughs> all of the knowledge and put that into my head. Um, and I just think that, you know, that this is such a great platform to you know, help other people that want to create something that had it that have a desire i just have met way too many people throughout my career that they want so badly to do something creative to mm -hmm. have that passion project to start that nonprofit, to start that little you know that little shop on etsy or create something but it's because they can't get their hands around is it going to be worth it right like it's almost like we need we just as humans, like we, we crave certainty so much that if we're not certain, it's going to be the thing we don't do it. And there are plenty of things that I have done and they didn't go anywhere, but they, but that's not true. They, they took me to a different place. They helped mm -hmm. me become a different person. They yeah. introduced me to new ideas. They introduced me to new people and yeah. So I think it's super important and it's a topic that I love. I love like anytime anyone tells me they want to do something, it's like if I need to be the person in their life that tells them do it for no reason, like just do it, just freaking create for no reason. <laughs> see what happens. Well, yeah. So I think, I think with that, the, 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 
my, I was going to say my takeaway, like I'm in a meeting. I think my takeaway <laughs> from this is, no, that the, uh, you know, you, uh, is it worth it? The answer is always yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Is it yeah. worth it? Yeah. The answer is always yes. All right. Well, that is our first show. All done. Our first show. Yay. We did it. I'm clapping. Ho- hoorah. Insert really exciting music here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, stay tuned as we get as we go a little bit more. Uh, I'm sure we'll give each other homework for the next episode. Um, and if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate us, write like beautiful reviews. We don't even know where that's happening. I'm just we like don't. these are the things they say. I know you don't ring a bell. Right? I know that no, like me. subscribe. Like oh yeah, like, you can't. You, you got to do this. You gotta. You gotta, you gotta shake your shoulders. You gotta shimmy. <laughs> like subscribe. Anyways, <laughs> hit, hit that you, bell. Oh wait, we're not on YouTube. Hit the how, bell how about so you this? receive notifications. <laughs> if you like what you hear, listen to the next one. Yeah. All right, sounds great. All right, I'll talk to you soon, Kate. <laughs>